On this Friday's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, latest on the injuries and defining moment for Bobby Slowick? Question mark. Hmm. Go ahead and get into all of that on Friday's show. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, 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 Locked On Texans fans, listeners, and viewers out there to this Friday's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman, of course, joined as always. Joining me as always is Sports Illustrated's own credential media member, Cody Davis. If this is your first time listening or watching the Locked On Texans podcast, be sure to subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And thank you for all of our returning listeners for returning back as we continue to talk Texans here on the Locked On Texas podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL.com. Cody, we got to look at a couple of things today. How can mm. Houston contain Will Levis, rookie quarterback in the 2000 from the 2023 NFL Draft, who has been very impressive uh, over his last couple of games, and Derrick Henry, who has been known to run for wild uh, 200 yards on the Houston Texans. That won't be the case this year. Is this a defining moment for Bobby Slowick? Very interesting. Uh, topic, but we open up today's show looking at the latest on the injuries mm. for the Houston Texans. And the injury report is not good because CJ Stroud, as expected, is still in concussion protocol. Later on today, I do not expect him to be in practice. So you guys know what that means for the very first time. And hopefully we are not saying this too much throughout his career but C.J. Stroud will not be active for the Houston Texans Week 15 contest against the Tennessee Titans. But even though C.J. Stroud is the most important player, he's not going to be the only player because on Thursday, Will Anderson Jr., Blake Cashman, Nico Collins, George Fant, and Tavier Thomas were all non-participants at practice. And out of all of those names that I just named, I do expect George Fent to play because he went a similar route last week. As you guys know, he's battling through a hip injury, but it has not sidelined him as of right now. But, John, to know that this is a team that's going to be without C.J. Stroud, that's going to be without Will Anderson Jr., Blake Cashman, Nico Collins, Tavier Thomas. Look, I understand nothing has been confirmed. However, you guys already know the drill. If they have missed Wednesday and Thursday's practice, the chances of them suiting up that Sunday is slim to none. However, through all of these injuries, I do want to mention that Dalton Schultz has participated in practice not once but twice. That is going to be real good for the Houston Texans because, as you guys know, last week he did participate in Wednesday's practice, but he did not um, play he did not practice Thursday or Friday. But, you know, this is going to be a team that even though we still believe that they have a slim chance to still make the playoffs, it's going to be very hard for them to go in Tennessee 
and get a victory. And look, once again, it, it goes beyond CJ Stroud. I actually have some faith in Davis Smith. We'll get into that in the next segment. But to know that this is a team that has made s- tremendous drives at stopping the run, to know that two of those guys on the defensive side of the ball, Cashman, Anderson, are not going to be there, it scares me a little bit. To know that you're not going to have your arguably your best wide receiver and Nico Collins, that scares me a little bit, John. Will Anderson was in the boot, mm-hmm. walking in the boot Thursday. Um, so with a high ankle sprain, midlife stadium, count your days. Um, <laughs> but I do think that when I when I look at the Houston Texans right now going into this game with the amount of injuries, Blake Cashman, Will Anderson, again, Cody, as you mentioned, how they've impacted the run for Houston. I, I, I think, like I said on the crossover show, I think this is going to be a close game with or without mm-hmm. those guys. I think, you know, losing Blake Cashman again, especially Will Anderson, uh, losing those players when you're going up against a banged up offensive line or offensive line that hasn't been productive or good for the entire year in the Tennessee Titans, that could allow them to get some steam. And so I'm looking at John Gennard, a guy that double digits that guy who has been very good for the Houston Texans this year on the edge. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at Malik Collins to step up. Um, and I'm looking at the combination of Perriman and Christian Harris to rebound from their games that they had last year. I'm sorry, last week against the New York Jets. I thought the entire linebacker core struggled against mm-hmm. the New York Jets. So I would love to see those two guys rebound um, without Blake Hasher. And, and also I think that with the amount of injuries that the Houston Texans have sustained uh, this week alone. You know, my man was talking to Coach Barnes. You guys know him as Coach Barnes on Twitter. But uh, we had a conversation, and he and he told me, <laughs> it's crazy how hope can turn to worry, how fast hope can turn into worry. And, and that's what's going on with the Houston Texans right now. A lot of the, 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 the happiness that so we can make the playoffs, that has now turned into – Question marks for the OC, which we'll get into. Question marks on whether or not they can win games that you know should be gimmies now with the injuries. A lot of question marks now, and the injuries piling up just makes it worse. So Houston will have a tough game this Sunday against the division mate Tennessee Titans. Hey guys, when you're hiring for your small business, you want to make sure that you have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. Uh, That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you uh, find the right professional. They have the tools that you need to find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Uh, It isn't just another job board. That's not what LinkedIn is. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday installment of Locked On Texans. John, listeners and viewers, I truly do believe that Sunday is going to be a defining moment for offensive coordinator Bobby Sloy. Because throughout this whole entire season, you know, there have been moments where we have criticize 
Bobby Slowick. But there's also been a lot of moments where we've praised him ever since he got hired, even before he got hired. We started hearing rumblings that um, Coach D'Amico Ryans was going to bring Bobby Slowick over from San Francisco. And the one thing that I'm looking at in terms of Bobby Slowick, you know, you guys that's been rocking with the show all season, first and foremost, thank you for your support. But you guys heard me say this, that he has played a significant role in the quick development that we have seen from C.J. Stroud throughout this whole entire season. And another thing that I have loved, and it's probably my favorite attribute in terms of looking at Bobby as the offensive coordinator, is how he has been able to utilize the players that he have and how the way he's been working with his players to make sure that he put them in the best position. However, John, going into Sunday's game, this is going to be the very first time that we see Bobby Sloyd without C.J. Stroud. This is going to be the first time that we see Bobby Sloyd without the combination of Tank Dale and Nico Collins. And on Thursday, I had an opportunity to ask Bobby Sloyd, if you go into Sunday's game and you do not have C.J., and right now the Texans, they claim that they're weighing their option between Davis Mills and Case Keenum, how much does that impact your abilities as a play call? Yeah, 1,000%. You know, like uh, you always want to call a game to your player strengths. And, it, I mean, it starts with the quarterback. You know what do guys do well? I think CJ, I think we all can agree CJ throws the ball probably better than most people and humans we've ever seen. You know, like he, he threads needles all the time. You know, that's a special trait he has. Um, you know, Davis has some other traits, you know, I already mentioned some stuff he does on the move that I think is, he's, he's, it's really impressive case can own. He's been around a long time. He can own operation. He can own, own play calls. So like you always are going to make adjustments to whoever's out there. It's the same at, at any other really skilled position up front. You know, we had different game plans when we had some different tackles in, um, we're always going to make sure that we're putting guys in positions to, to let them succeed. I think we need to stop saying under center. For quarterbacks now, it's I can see behind center, but under center, how many quarterbacks well, are actually? How many? I don't know how many quarterbacks are actually more times than not under center. A lot of times they're shotgun. This is just this is just a random thought of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I did that, but I do want to follow up by saying I think we need to give Gerard Johnson some more credit for what. We've seen out of this offense and what we've seen from quarterback play. With that being said, I think Sunday's matchup for Bobby Floyd is going to come down to this. Was C.J. Stroud bailing you out? Mm-hmm. Did the Houston Texans make that good of a pick at the number two overall pick this past NFL draft with, with their quarterback that he's bailing you out? I don't think uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers game – uh, let's see, it was another game. I, there's been two games this year out of the seven wins where I thought to myself, man, they really did get some help from the sideline from play calling. Pittsburgh is definitely one of them. And I was, I say Tampa. T- was it Tampa? Oh, you might be talking about game two, the second half that they played against Indianapolis when they no, seemed like that. Uh, no, I'm looking at a full, looking at a full <laughs> game. I know for sure Pittsburgh, and I that one will always stand out to me because of how they, like you just mentioned. You know, the tackles and how they, you know, neutralize that front four from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I know there's another game, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, 
But for Bobby Slowett, you know what? Screw what's going on next year. Next year isn't happening. Right now, what's happening is your team uh, got a shot for the playoffs. And the common denominator for the seven wins that this team has garnered, hmm. C.J. Stroud. Hmm. Right? So now that there's no C.J. Stroud, on top of no Nico possibly, on top of, of course, no Tank Dale, you know, how will they get the best out of Davis Mills? Mm-hmm. Or Case Keenum. <laughs> but I, I think that that's the question right now for Bobby Sloick, who, uh, who a lot of people just want to hand him and, you know, uh, and, 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 uh, a head coaching gig next year. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to slow down. I think the New York Jets game was the biggest slowdown game. Like, okay, look, look what just happened against the New York Jets. That's the biggest slowdown. But I, I, I definitely want to see how can he help out a quarterback that isn't the best in Davis Mills. And Davis Mills says something about you know him being in the league for three years and he's gotten better. And, and that may be the case for Davis. Uh, and, I, and I think Davis could potentially have a good game for Houston. Again, this is a division game. It's going to be tough. Davis has beat the Tennessee Titans in the past. So he has some success going up against that team. But I don't want to see a vanilla offense. I don't want to Mm -hmm. see a handcuffed offense. I don't want to see an offense where I leave leave the game and once again I'm thinking to myself, where was the support for this offense from the sideline? And I get it. There isn't – you won't have your top dogs out there. That's what I was about to get at. You won't won't have them. But – if Houston loses and they just, you know, go out and, and they lose a good game, I can say to myself, all right, well, in a given Sunday. Mm-hmm. But if Houston goes out there, and granted again, the top dogs are not going to be playing. But if Houston goes out there and we don't see an attempt to get guys involved, get guys that hasn't been playmakers traditionally for the year involved, then it goes right back to that sideline. I'm thinking to myself, Bobby, was it you and and and, and you know your presence on this coaching staff that has allowed this team in one year to go from the bottom ranked offense in the NFL to the top ten, or you know did the McNairs, did, did Nick Casario, did they get the number two overall pick right with CJ mm-hmm. Stroud? And I think that's going to be a possibility that after that game. I may say to myself, it was definitely C.J. Stroud. But I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope because I like Bobby, and I want to see what Bobby can do. I want to give him a fair shot. And that's why I say it's going to be a career-defining moment, John, really quick. Uh, here are the improvements that the Houston Texans have made in 2023 so far. They have scored an average of 22 points per game while recording an average of 378 total yards 250 has come in passing that is with cj stroud tank Dell, nico collins and a pretty good and healthy offensive line bobby sloyd doesn't have none of those factors working for him on sunday however in 2022 this is a team that averaged 17 points while averaging 301 yards 196 through the air the only common denominator between the 2023 and 2022 teams well actually there's two davis mills and damian pierce and we know without a shadow of a doubt Neither one of those guys has contributed to the success that we have seen out of the Houston Texans so far this year. But what I will say, man, 
if Bobby Sloyd in Tennessee with everything working against him can go out there and call a very good game. I'm, I'm not even going to go as far as to say they, they have to win. The performance that you showcased in New York against the Jets cannot replicate in Tennessee. It's the holiday, holiday season, excuse me, and, and, and around this time of year, um, everybody may be happy, but sometimes it can bring on seasonal depression. Um, it's, it's okay. It happens. But I think the best thing about knowing the possibilities of seasonal depression is also knowing of different ways to combat it and to beat it, right? I think BetterHelp is one of those opportunities and options that's out there for us to kind of fight back against things like seasonal depression. The holidays are a great time, right? Whether or not you have your family giving you gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself, whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or just by treating yourself to a day of complete rest, which I know I need if you can hear it in my voice. But remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. And I think, again, guys, BetterHelp is a great option to do that. I benefited from therapy. I'm always going to be an advocate of of therapy. excuse me, And I definitely want more and more people to just look at that option of giving themselves the opportunity to defeat whatever they may be going on. So it's entirely online. You guys know this. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give to yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on today. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday installment of Locked on Texans. Later on today, when we have an opportunity to hear from D'Amico Rhines, hopefully he will give us a starter from Sunday's game. Look, I'm not buying the whole they are debating between Case Keenum and Davis Mills is definitely going to be Davis Mills. As you guys saw, um, Case Keenum has been inactive throughout this whole entire season. Um, Davis Mills, whenever his number was called, he was the one out that out. He was the one um, on the field taking snaps. However, John, what do you think is more important for this Texans defense? Mm. Containing Will Levis or Derrick Henry? Now, before you answer, I understand that question might throw a lot of people off. But when you look at the loss against the Atlanta Falcons, the New York Jets, the oh my Panthers, God, the New York Jets, uh, Lord have mercy. They 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 they, 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 they went crazy. Derek Carr went crazy on this defense. Yes, yeah, containing Will Levis. There's no there's no that's not even a question for me. It's not even a over Derrick Henry, a guy who has rushed for over 200 yards. Be who the Texans should be contained. Let me tell you why. You can live with Derrick Henry beating you. Mm-hmm. For D'Amico Ryan, who has been, you know, heralded as a, the defensive guy, mm-hmm. you cannot afford. For Will Levis to come in here and go crazy on this defense. 
just like you couldn't afford for Zach Wilson to do that, but that happened. Des to the Ritter, point Zach he happened. won AFC Offensive Player of the Week. And I don't even think that's crazy because I don't even think Zach Wilson had the best game for AFC player last week. No, he didn't. But I, 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 I digress, but it's definitely containing Will Levis. Because I'm going to tell you why. Because right now, even without Will Anderson, I think this team could do a good job of stopping Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. That offensive line is that bad. Mm-hmm. They haven't been winning games because Derrick Henry has been great. Mm-hmm. They've been winning some of these games because Will Levis has been giving their team a chance. Mm. And and that's what I want to kind of go at because, look, I understand we haven't seen a lot of Will Levis. I understand that. But is it fair to put him in that category as a Desmond Ritter, as a Zach Wilson, a guy to where it's like, you know, you're definitely not the future of this team? Well, no, we can't know because I think Will Levis is the future of that team. Okay. Let me – first of all, let me say this. I got to give Will Levis some credit because he's made some big-time, big-boy throws. He's made mm-hmm. some good decisions – at times this year, and this is for an offense uh, with with Pep Hamilton as an offensive coordinator, something like that. Mm. So, like, like we know how we know how bad an offense led by Pep Hamilton can be. I think Will Levis is going to be the team's franchise quarterback. Mm. I, I don't think he's been in the league long enough to say he's a Zach Wilson, he's a Des Marina, he's a Des Marina's only been in the league for two years and he's bad. Yeah, uh, he's a Derek Carr who's bad, and I'm, and I'm praying for your Saints. <laughs> no, don't, don't don't well look, that's another conversation but, for another day. But I I, I, I oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. But, but I, 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 I want to say that for for Levis, he's not in that class. He he's in the class of you can you can get turnovers off of him. That's the type of class he's in right now. Yeah, he's gonna try you. And when he try you, there's 50-50 chance you can get some turnovers. So I, I'm but I don't think he's he's not the CJ Shroud of the Draft class because that guy's in Houston. He's just not playing Sunday. You can get some turnovers on Levis. You you can make him make some bad mistakes. And when you do that, you got to capitalize. But it's definitely contained to Will Levis. We have seen this defense throughout the season um, do a solid job on Lamar Jackson, um, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow. Like, we've seen them do a solid job. But the other quarterbacks that we just mentioned – Majority of those other quarterbacks, like the um, Zach Wilsons, like the Desmond Ritter, you know, those guys ended up having either close to or a career day against the Houston Texans defense. Uh, this question was asked by our good friend DJ Enemy of ESPN. He asked defensive coordinator Matt Burke, um, is there an issue in terms of this defense getting up for certain quarterbacks and kind of overlooking other potential quarterbacks? Yeah, I don't know if I, I mean, I don't know if I would specify. I don't think we're doing anything different versus certain guys. I mean, each game plan is different. I don't think it's specific to like uh, the experience of the quarterback or how they're, they're valued. I mean, we respect all these guys that we're playing. Um, so I think, I, I mean, if there was one common thread of like, this is the issue, like obviously we'd be a, like able to, to tamp it down a little bit more. So I think, um, again, we're just trying to really, really focus on not worrying about that, who we're playing, how they're playing. It's like, let's play our things right. And I don't really care about what the offense is doing. You know what I mean? It won't matter if we're in our spots. If we're not in our spots, then anyone can throw the ball. I could probably go out there and throw for a bunch of yards like that. So uh, I think it's, again, just really focusing back on us and what we're trying to do. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I promise to be better next week under the weather. 
And make sure that you subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texas podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on X slash Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.